Mashiach now. This is the 11th day of the 22 days of Bain Hametzrin, corresponding to the letter Kaf. So yesterday I spoke about the closed mem and the word le marbe of the Isaiah passage that talks about the increase of the government upon the shoulders, namely of the Mashiach. And I want to bring down commentary from Rashi, Medzudot, and Sanhedrin 94a, because the particular passage is Yeshiyahu, which is Isaiah 9. Verse 6. So Yeshiyahu Tet Pasuk Vav. This is what it says. The prophet continues to identify the Prince of Peace and declares that the only one upon whom God will confer this title is the king who will increase and intensify his acceptance of God's dominion and authority over himself, i.e. he will fear God. That's from Rashi. His Kiyahu, which is Hezekiah, this righteous king, therefore enjoyed boundless peace while he regained the throne of David. That's from the Mezudo. And was almost proclaimed by God as the Mashiach. See Sanhedrin 94a. Indeed, the Talmud in the same place maintains that the peculiar closed or final mem, known as mem sofit, in the middle of the word le marbe, as it is written, implies that an aspect of his life was closed, i.e., that it did not lead to the desired result. Sanhedrin 94a. What the rabbis know about Messiah on page 49 and 51 talks about the promised one who would sit on the throne of David forever. And this is the one who is the Mashiach. And this is the importance of Melech HaOlam, the king who is forever, the king of eternity. According to the psalmist, he is to be everlasting. He is to be compassionate. He is to cause joy and blessing. He is to bring peace to the hearts of the people. Mashiach's influence was even to be extended to the Gentile people, the non-Jews, basically, the Goyim. And just so we all know, it is written in the Zohar, talking about a body of believers. Let me find it here. This is from the Zohar Pritzker edition, talking about how the Jews and the non-Jews constitute one body. Okay, I got to find it here. Okay, it is written in the Zohar Pritzker edition. It says, Judah, Hale Judah Halevi's depiction of Israel and the nations as respectively the heart and the limbs of the body. 
see his Kazari two thirty five through forty four and Zohar three two twenty one b. So Yisrael and the nations, as respectively, the heart and the limbs of the body. So Yisrael is the heart. The nations are the limbs of the body. So going on, it says, and he would provide well for their physical needs. His name is everlasting, appointed by God before the sun was created. Another drop here from the Talmud. The reason why the Mashiach is known by the name of the Tetragrammaton, the Yod and Hay and Vav and Hay. It says, Maharsha cites the Gemara in Baba Basra, Batra, Baba Batra 75b. Baba Batra 75b. The Mashiach is called by the name of the Holy One, blessed is he, and denotes how the names Yinon, which is everlasting one, his reign shall be as everlasting even before the sun shone, as it says in the psalm. And the other name, Hanina, which is, by the way, from the root of Chain, which is grace, which is Noach, if you spell it backwards. Noach means to comfort. So grace and comfort go hand in hand. And Hanina, you have uh, Chain and Yana. So you have a couple of different words you can get into here, but uh, to for the sake of time, I won't go into that. But just to point this out, uh, that there these are forms of God's specific name, Yudke Vavke, which is the Tetragrammaton, the four-letter divine name we call the Lord in English, Hashem or Ribono Shalom or Hakadosh Baruchu. So in Romans chapter ten, when Shaul Hashliach is talking about confessing that Yeshua is the Tetragrammaton. It goes back to understanding the promised one who would sit on the throne of David forever. And we know that the king of Israel is called the son of God. So to say all that and conclude with this, none of his descendants who served as king, Slika, go back a little bit, and his person is glorious. So uh, he was appointed by God before the sun was created, and his person is glorious. That's the Mashiach. Shlomo, Solomon, did not fit this description of the promised one who was set up on the throne of David. None of his descendants served as kings in Israel. Uh, none of his descendants who served as kings in Israel could either nonetheless the people continue to hope for the one who would so next episode Bezrat Hashem will continue with understanding the Hezekiah prophecy until then may we see Mashiach soon and may Mashiach come now